It is day five of Dafches. We are holding the Gemara on Dafches and the base four lines up in the narrow lines of the double dots. The Gemara moves on in the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, Yovlos. That Yovel also has its Rosh Hashanah, its new year. The Yovel year begins on the first of Tishrei. What is Yovel? So we know every seven years of the agricultural cycle in the land of Israel is a Shemitah year. In the Shemitah year, the land has to be let to rest. We don't do any work on the land. No one owns there the produce of the land in that year. It has to be left for anyone to come and take. The Yovel is the 50th year in the Shemitah cycle. After seven lots of seven years, the 50th year is also like a Shemitah year. It's called Yovel. The land also has to be laid to rest. So two years in a row, 49th year and the 50th year, the land is laid to rest. But in the Yovel year, there are two additional laws. Number one, all the ancestral land in Eretz Israel that might have exchanged hands in the previous 49 years goes back to its original owners. And number two, any slaves, Jewish slaves, in certain circumstances also go free in the Yovel year. It's a year in which everything sort of resets back to where it was at the beginning of the 50-year cycle. So the Gemara says, Yovlos be'echod betishrehu. The new year for Yovel, is it really the first of Tishrei, like the Mishnah says? Surely Yovlos be'asara betishrehu. Isn't the new year for Yovel years the 10th of Tishrei? In other words, Yom Kippur. Why does the Gemara think that it's the 10th of Tishrei and Yom Kippur? Because the Pasuk says in Vayikra, chapter 25, That, at the beginning of the Yovel year, the Torah says, On Yom Kippur you shall sound the shofar. And that is the beginning of the Yovel year. So how can the Mishnah say that it begins on the 1st of Tishrei when this Pasuk in Vayikra chapter 25, verse 9, explicitly says, You shall sound the Teruah on the shofar of the seventh, in the 7th month on the 10th day of the month. On Yom Kippur you shall sound the shofar throughout your land. Explicit in the Pasuk that you sound the shofar on the 10th day of the month on Yom Kippur in the 50th year. And that seems to be the beginning of the Yovel. So how can the Mishnah say that it's the first of Tishrei, the beginning of the Yovel, when the Pasuk seems to indicate it's actually on Yom Kippur when we blow the shofar? So the Gemara answers, Hamani, who is the author of our Mishnah, who says that Yovel begins on the first of Tishrei and not Yom Kippur? Rabbi Yishmael, Rabbi Yochanan ben Baroka. He, it's Rabbi Yishmael, the son of Rabbi Yochanan ben Baroka. He holds Yovel begins on the first of Tishrei. The Tanya, as we learned in the following Brysa. The Brysa quotes the Pasuk that appears after the one we've already quoted. So the Torah in the Pasuk that we've already quoted has told us, you blow the shofar in the seventh month, on the tenth day of the month, on Yom Kippur. It's clear, by the way, even though the, that Pasuk that we just read doesn't tell us what year we're in, the Pasuk before that one says, you should count seven years, seven cycles of seven years, and therefore you're then at 49 years. And then the Torah says, on Yom Kippur you blow the shofar. So it's very clear from the context of the Pasuk that we're talking about Yom Kippur in the 50th year. Even though the Torah doesn't explicitly say in those two psukim it's the 50th year, it's clear from the context after 49 years, seven lots of seven, you're obviously entering the 50th year. And on Yom Kippur you blow the shofar. So the Brisa says, the Pasuk says, the Pasuk immediately after the ones we just quoted says, and you shall sanctify the 50th year. What is the full Pasuk? You shall sanctify the 50th year. You shall proclaim liberty in the land for all its inhabitants. It's a Yovel for you. Each man shall return to his inheritance, all the ancestral properties go back, and each man shall return to his family, all the slaves go free. So the Bryce says, What is this Pasuk teaching us? 
Don't we already know that Yovel is the 50th year? Why does this puzzle say you shall sanctify the 50th year? I already know from the previous two psukim, I've counted seven lots of seven years, and then on Yom Kippur, in the year that follows, I blow the shofar. Obviously, I must be in the 50th year, because after 49 comes 50. So why do I need to be told I'm in the 50th year in this pasuk? So the price answers, Because in the previous pasuk it says, as we quoted, On Yom Kippur you shall sound the shofar. What might you have thought? You might have thought the year is only sanctified from Yom Kippur and on, that Yovel only really begins on Yom Kippur. Talmud Lomar, therefore the next pasuk says, that you shall sanctify the 50th year. Melame, so this comes to teach us not that we, what we thought, that the year begins on, on Yom Kippur, rather, the Torah comes along to say, you shall sanctify the 50th year, that it becomes sanctified from its beginning, from the first of Tishrei, from Rosh Hashanah, that you should sanctify the whole year, not just from Yom Kippur and onwards, that you might have thought from the previous Pasuk, so therefore the Torah tells us, no, 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 it's from the first of Tishrei, the entire year is sanctified. Mikan on Rabbi Shmuel ben Osher Rabbi Yochan ben Baruka. From here, Rabbi Shmuel, the son of Rabbi Yochan ben Baruka, said, "Merosh Hashana ad Yom Kippurim from Rosh Hashana until Yom Kippur in the Yovel year. Lo hayu avodim niftarin levateim v'lo mishtavrin adonim. Slaves who are supposed to go free in the fiftieth year in this." window between the first of Tishrei and Yom Kippur of the 50th year, slaves wouldn't be free to return to their homes, nor would they remain enslaved to their masters. Because we have two psukim here. One says that Yovel sort of begins on Rosh Hashanah, on first of Tishrei, and one indicates that it sort of begins on Yom Kippur. And therefore, they have a sort of quasi-half liberty, a half freedom from the first of Tishrei, but it's not full freedom until the tenth of Tishrei, till Yom Kippur. So he says, Rather they would eat, drink and rejoice, and their crowns would be on their heads. What does it mean their crowns would be on their heads? It means if they desire, they could put crowns on their heads to show that they're free. Or the Me'iri explains slightly differently to that interpretation of Rashi. Me'iri says the crowns are turbans. The law is that someone who puts a turban on has to say the bracha, Baruchat HaShem Elokeinim Melech HaOlam, O Ter Yisrael B'Tifarah. HaShem crowns the Jewish people with glory. But turbans were only worn by free people, by free men, and therefore slaves couldn't say that bracha. So when Rosh Hashanah begins in the Yovel year, the first of Tishrei, the slaves could put these crowns on, they could put on their turbans, and they could say the proper bracha. So they sit in this zone of being able to be happy and rejoicing and wear the crowns or the turbans from the first of Tishrei, but they can't go home yet. When Yom Kippur arrives, Tiku Toku Beistim Bashofar, the Beistim would sound the Shofar, Niftur Avodim Levateyen, slaves could then go home to their, to their families, Vesodos Chosos Rabalein, and at that point, the fields would also return to their ancestral owners. Presumably, the Mepharshim explained from the first of Tishrei to the tenth of Tishrei, the owners of the fields before Yovel could no longer work them, but the original ancestral owners also couldn't take possession of them and start using them because it was a sort of a window zone where it's neither free from the first owners nor does it return to the second owners. It's sort of ownerless for those 10 days. So what do we see from here? We see that Rabbi Shmuel, the son of Rabbi Yochanan ben Baroka, holds that the Yovel year begins on the 1st of Tishrei, not the 10th of Tishrei. It starts on the 1st of Tishrei, and our Mishnah is in accordance with his opinion when it says that the Yovel, the Rosh Hashanah for Yovel, is on the 1st of Tishrei. 
So the Gemara says, okay, that's good for Rabbi Shmuel. What do those who argue with him understand from this Pasuk? Remember, we had a Pasuk, you shall sanctify the 50th year, which Rabbi Shmuel, the son of Rabbi Yochan, remember, taught us that it comes to say, you know, the whole year of the Yovel from the first of Tishrei is sanctified, not just from Yom Kippur. So the rabbis who disagree with him, who hold that really Yom Kippur is the beginning of the Yovel year, what do they learn from this Pasuk? So the Gemara says, They come to learn from here, the Torah is telling you, you can sanctify the 50th year because it's a year but you only need to sanctify years in contrast to months months do not require sanctification what does that mean it means that the yovel year requires sanctification by based in by the rabbinical court they announce the year has been sanctified but new months they hold they attain sanctity automatically based in doesn't need to declare them holy now, this ruling of the rabbis is not universally accepted. This is a minority opinion. But other Tanaim say no, based in do have to sanctify the new month. But this is the view of the rabbis. So the rabbis hold that Yovel begins on Yom Kippur and that new months do not require sanctification. Rabbi Shmuel, the son of Rabbi Yochanan member Oka, holds that Yovel begins on the 1st of Tishrei and new months do require sanctification. We're going to hold it for today and hold it for the week. I wish you all a very good Shabbos. Shabbat Shalom to you all.